Are you ready? Welcome everybody to Wrestling with the War! Everybody, it's BC and Jay back for week three of Wrestling with the War. Jay, how goes the war, my friend? Uh, it is, uh, I don't know any fun things about war because war is not fun, so I can't, I don't even have anything fun to say about war. But the war is going well, it's uh, we're fully in the uh, what is it, the trenches. Let's just use that one. War, what is it good for? What is it good? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> well this war was fun no it was a fun war it's getting it's getting better too it is we're, we're yeah. already almost into october and it's uh it's cooking we've got uh we've got some peak wcw coming up in october i'll tell you that <laughs> we actually got a tease to that in this episode as well <laughs> i am i am uh i'm excited to get into all the 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 cluster you know what We've got an action-packed episode coming here because we're going to yeah. talk about the uh, Nitro- jam in here. Oh yes, Nitros and Raw uh, that were leading up to uh, the first WWF pay-per-view of the uh, Monday Night War era, which would be In Your House three. number three. <laughs> yep, such a crazy. I know. Which after the fact was renamed Triple Header, and ironically on Raw they kind of advertised the T-shirt saying triple header yet but they didn't call right. it that so i don't know i don't know what the deal was but yeah so we've got in your house and you mean, like when the cassette came out they called it in uh, your house triple header it might even be even after that like there just uh, might be a reference to it uh, going along even the way. on like peacock it just says in your house number three yeah that's right three, yeah. yeah but if you look it up saying wikipedia or something like that that's oh, what it's titled sure. but and then because uh, then they, I think they started going with names after that because the, the next one was like Great White North or something like that. Yeah. The the shameless plugs with the T-shirts and the free video cassettes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's a random blank video cassette, too. There's yeah, not I even know. a sticker on it. Like, right? We don't know which one we're giving you. We're just going to use this uh, one when we feel like it when we ship it. But for now, you get a video cassette. The best of Barry Horowitz. <laughs> just like, you get this classic WWF tape. <laughs> Which could be anything from 1960 onwards. Oh, it's so 1995. It's unreal. <laughs> yeah, Doc, Doc being his creepy self. Oh, that guy, man. Yeah, that guy. Oh, man, Michael Hayes. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. yeah. All right, before we get into things, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to uh, some good friends of ours, friends of the show. The the boys at the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast, Dwayne and Steve, because they were nice enough to have us as guests on their most recent episode basically we went over there to talk about why are we wrestling fans and boy that's an easy topic for us to cover right yeah it was fun it was actually a lively discussion and went all kinds of different uh avenues and and we went into different different discussions so it was good it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed it they were definitely gracious hosts, that's for sure, yeah. and uh, much more civil, much more civil than us or than me. Yeah, well, you had to watch your potty mouth. <laughs> I did have to watch my potty mouth. <laughs> Broke the rules within about two I sentences, know. and I genuinely didn't think I did. 
<laughs> but uh no it was a great time I, like those yeah. are some good guys i mean good old school wrestling fans but they have a real appreciation for the modern product too and yeah. that was a really fun discussion just getting to chat about mm-hmm. you know why we became wrestling fans then we chat a little bit about some of the things that we're seeing in wrestling today compared to that time that made us wrestling fans but didn't get too chaotic or anything like that and um just just nice to have them on, or for us to be on their show and uh, of course they've been on our show before so I think it's the start of a beautiful relationship. I think there's something brewing there. (laughs) But uh, please go and support those guys. You can find them on any of your podcasting platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, everywhere you would find us. You can find them as well. Uh, They're also quite proud of being on IMDb. (laughs) Yes, that was honorable mention on that one. They are movie stars right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to go follow them on Twitter, because that's where you can keep up to date on their stuff, it's just simply at Booking Armchair for their Twitter account. And then you can find everything from there. But great guys, great conversations, family friendly. So, you know, you can play it while the kids are around. So uh, go on over and check them out. Yeah, absolutely. Go get the merch too. Got some merch on there. All right. So now that we've put that out of the way, and again, we want to say thanks to Stephen uh, Dwellin, uh, let's get into it. So we are going to talk some wrestling because we're going to talk about Nitro, right? So, uh, you know, Ted Turner got into the wrestling business, right? The dub C W. Yeah. Yeah. It's your favorite, the dub C dub. Yeah. (laughs) Who started that? I wonder that. I don't know, but they all say it like that on TV. Like it's like they're talking (laughs) like that. It's like even Hogan. It is cutting his like red and yellow Hulkamania vitamin promos like here in the 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 WCW brother. <laughs> just like why is it the WCW? Like I was disappointed there was no pastamania to be quite honest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Uh, he was selling the, that uh, neck brace pretty well though. So it was, uh, I think the franchise folded all that quickly <laughs> <laughs> from the week that it was on before. Yeah. <laughs> all right let's get into it yeah got, sure uh, okay so first, some quick we're going to do yeah. some quick highlights from it so the, the folks up first of all we start off with the giant and uh kevin sullivan opening the show with kind of a cheesy promo on the back but it was kind of i call it foreshadowing of what to come because it was actually something that went backstage they involved vehicles they yeah. pull up in an ambulance i mean the the the, the giant at this point is not exactly savvy on the microphone. He's pretty but, green. Uh, yeah, just a lot of angry breathing for the most part. Angry whispers, I like to call it. But, uh, but you know, whatever. It was fine. They're promoting the fact that they destroyed Hulkamania last night. Or they did killed, they? They killed Hulkamania. Or yeah. did they? I should mention, this is the night after Fall Brawl, which right. we reviewed on the last episode. Uh, and then we went into an impromptu tag team title match. What'd you think of that? Did oh, you catch yes. the clap? Uh, no. What the clap? The clap. The American males. Yeah, American but, males. I don't. I didn't catch the clap part. Did they? Their say song. It? Remember we talked about this during the worst entrance oh, scenes of yeah, all time. But I didn't catch they, the they clap used to part. do that clap movement, oh, so everybody was oh, catching the clap, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. So I was a little confused by this match. I was like, wait, then why did they do the angle the night before with with? Harlem Heat and like there must have been behind the scenes something there. Exactly. <laughs> Why do they do that? We don't know. Because <laughs> that just know. baffled my mind. Although yeah. oddly enough, it foreshadowed what was going to happen at, in the WWF two weeks later. So I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like they followed the script. But, yes, that was interesting. Yeah, to say the least, I, I didn't. But... I didn't clue into that until I just said it right now. I was like, wait a second. We yeah. saw that at yeah. 
Uh, but we'll we had we had the American males win, so they weren't even supposed so to be in the match. So how established were they at that point? They weren't. They were they were newish as far as yeah, team. Like Brad, Bagwell had been around for a while, right? Right. He, I think they won the pre-show match too, or something, right? I mean, they, they won uh, so they won against the, the Nasty Boys. Team. Yeah, yeah. So that's why the Nasty Boys came in and jumped Funko's buck and and right. uh, 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 Dick Slater. So and then then what was then the Harlem? He took out somebody as they were coming out, right? They, yes, uh, they were supposed. to. Who were they supposed to fight? Oh, I think it was the the Blue Bloods. I think it was Regal and. Uh, right. And uh, Bob, Sir Robert Eaton or Earl Robert Eaton at that time, yeah. <laughs> and then we got the then we got the number one contender title match, I guess, or whatever. Well, yeah, it was an well, impromptu was title match. match. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it didn't go well for the old Harlem well. Heat. It was quick too. I thought it was. I don't. Yeah, I was confused because who and was. I guess my only takeaway was I thought Harlem Heat was babies at that point, babyface team. It seemed like it. It seemed like it, but (laughs) then clearly the American males were the babyface team in the match, and then the whole Sherry stuff. Like I was just confused with the booking on it. I guess. Uh, Welcome to Monday Night (laughs) Raw. It's it's starting early. Starting early. So uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, that's my only comments on that. I it was it was baffling. Tag team title change, though. So there you go. Followed up with another great Ric Flair promo, of course. Yeah. Uh, Nature Boy, a little bit mad at the old double A for the turncoat actions. And the, the pillman. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> your favorite, Mr. Wonderful, taking on Johnny B. Bad with the new music, the new uh, the new gimmick with the, uh, the mirror. And weird booking of Johnny B. Bad. I mean, they just had that epic match with Pillman. Yeah. At Fall Brawl, and then they have him lose get, to Wonderful. Like in a shitty loss, like yeah. ending too. Like uh, it was like what, oh, I'm trying to remember. Did he even get well, a finish on him? Do you remember Mongo's call? He sat on his face. <laughs> <laughs> but how, no, I'm trying to remember. It was a was it a weird roll up or something? It, it was just it was literally it was kind of like uh, if I'm re- remembering correctly, it was kind of like he reversed a sunset flip and went forward and literally like kind of sat, sat on his shoulder. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah weak, weak ending, and, and yeah. I mean, just didn't make sense. It didn't look mar- It didn't look make Wildman look any no big or anything. Yeah. No, it was bad. bad. I guess. Bad. And it, I can understand that they were playing up like the intensity of the match from the night before. Maybe Johnny B. Bad was like really hurting or something. They did like mention that. the stitches, but that was both the that's only. It. That yeah. was it. I, I found that match for as uneventful a match it was. It was long, hey, like longish for yeah, for, long-ish, a 45, yeah. for a forty-five minute show. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, yeah. I didn't care for that match all that much. Yeah, for sure. And uh, also. Paul went weirdly around the ring. Like something looked like it was off at the end. Like he rolled out one way, go went all the way around the ring to then go back. The I was like, is was there he was looking miss? for his mirror? Ah, oh, that's that yeah. what it was. Then he yeah. grabbed his mirror. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it might have been a missed spot or something. No, he's just looking for his mirror. See, now in today's wrestling product, whether it's AEW or it's WWE, they're gonna have those props ready for those guys right. immediately, right? But at that time, yeah. he just dropped it when he uh, I yeah. think there was a hot was start no, in the match. Or there was something. no stage hands or anything. Like yeah. That. Uh, okay. Now we're next. We're off to uh, just another epic promo from Macho Man Randy Savage, who yeah, I'm quickly deciding that he might be my MVP of Nitro for 1995. We're only yeah. a couple episodes <laughs> in, but the guy is just amazing. Yeah. Um, just. And then him, you know, matching up with Luger immediately. 
Like just right after the game. No, it was good. And they have good chemistry too in those. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I'm not a big Luger guy, but they 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 well, it's macho leading it, obviously. But yeah. yeah, for sure. And we haven't even got the match yet. We, that doesn't happen until the first week of October, I think, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's the next episode. Yeah, of, it's the next yeah. episode we'll watch yeah. next. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. But just it's a good a, build. Good such build. Such an intense promo. I loved yeah. it. Man, but uh, but yet he still walked a line of still playing the good guy. Like yeah. when him and, and his his arguments up. were valid. Yes, yeah, yeah. Same with Luger's. Luger's not like yeah. Luger, they were but, both in the same position. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. He even even said to Luger, like you know, uh, yeah, you're right. Maybe I yeah. do have some ulterior motives here, yeah. right? So yeah, it's good stuff. Because yeah. Savage, man, that guy was so good, uh, so good, legendary. Um, I, I'm glad I'm seeing this side of him too because I was only remembering from the cowboy hat wearing commentary yeah. guy for the for the yeah. long time right mm-hmm. or or the ballooned up really gassed up guy at the end of the run yes you know, that, at the yeah. end with the end of it when i was watching yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. Enough. this is this is really good just you can tell savage is motivated at this point right. because you know he, he was told he was told he's was, too old but yeah exactly he was told he couldn't do it anymore yeah which ironically i think he was 42 or something like that at this I point say, which, he couldn't even been that old like isn't aj styles like 45 or something yeah, right now? 46 like, maybe even yeah it's unfathomable that you know yeah. this guy was put out the pasture but yeah um of course we had to review the whole monster truck crossing uh <laughs> hogan's harley like that which is, but we know what this is leading to yeah we Your got the promos awesomeness. <laughs> and then we finished the show off with flair and pillman which i thought yeah. was a fantastic good match, match. Yeah, yeah good match for yeah. sure I like what they're doing here with pillman oh yeah yeah and it gets better too so yeah, yeah. overall great episode and once again wwf does no favors because nitro ran unopposed, unopposed. On yeah yeah unopposed that being said, we had a Thursday edition, a special Thursday edition of Raw on September 21st, which we'll talk about now, unless you had anything else you wanted to touch yeah, on with Nitro. That's great. I, I thought that was a good follow-up for the pay-per-view. Yeah, for sure. Strong show. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the Thursday edition. So we had the Razor, uh, Ramon, and 123Kid match, which is coming off of their whole confrontation from the week before after the botched help by 123Kid. Good match, in my opinion, but a weak ending because you had Dean Douglas come in and do that weird Splash the razor's back, which well, apparently knocked like razor a out. <laughs> drop splash like a flying, yeah, kind of it's really weird, really weird, but not enough for razor to be knocked out, right? No, but, and you know, talking about Savage as far as how good he was, but I just can't get over how much I love. I remember loving Razor when I was watching Me too back then, but he's just it's really so standing smooth. out here, right? so smooth, eh? yeah. And we're gonna get to it, I know we're already jumping, in, but like, and he was so good, and I remember liking Diesel more than I do now. Mm-hmm. Diesel's not doing it for me when I'm watching now because I find him right. campy and sort of forced. But now, like yeah. now, but when I watched him, then I was a Diesel fan. Then I think, yeah, yeah, Big Daddy, cool, you know, yeah. yeah. It seemed like with Diesel, he he had that first initial push when he was still the heel with breaking away from Sean and right. you know he seemed like he was on a roll then it's almost like he got neutered by the title reign you know Maybe. because he had to be happy-go-lucky diesel right. that's, that's visiting the fans point. and the kids in the hospital and all that and just that's not him right yeah fair yeah. enough uh, oh my god I don't even want to talk about the next match it was Tatanka and Kama versus oh. Bob Holly and Savio yeah. Vega and I don't know about you man but I was just, I never was a Savio fan. I just never, never got I was going to say the same thing. Never don't know why he was brought in. And like, he was clearly later on in his career when they brought him in. Yeah. 
Is yeah. it just his dad? Is isn't he a cologne or something? Isn't he? No, no. He was just no? he was a he was a Puerto Rican legend. I think the problem yeah. was it's just there was just it just didn't seem to fit into the like again we're we're watching nitro where it's a little bit gritty and we're starting to get a bit more real with it although you still have your cartoon stuff with the dungeon yeah. of doom but he was really brightly colored and stuff like that i think if he just had a like i i know they showed a clip but like we're we're jumping ahead but in in your house it showed when he debuted and he jumped right, out of the crowd in your house yeah yes to help, he, razor, to help yeah. razor so he jumps out of the crowd he's just in jeans and like a flannel cut off shirt i'm like that actually would have been a better look for him it looked a bit cooler yeah. than this whole and he was kind of dancing too yeah yeah, yeah 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 and bob holly's just, just ridiculous in that outfit and yes they, and the hair and, yeah oh, man. And just slapping teams together kind of thing but hard yeah. to believe how much of a badass bob holly would be no no listen i wouldn't say that to his face but <laughs> <laughs> uh but did you catch the wicked botch at the end uh for the finish where they covered it up with the camera work <laughs> uh it was a, a comma I, I think he was supposed to do something to holly and he messed it up it was supposed to be like some kind of finisher maneuver but it was messed up so the camera they just after cut after like editing they, they just zoomed right in so you didn't really see what was going on i think i do but yeah. i don't remember the actual incident but i remember seeing something thinking something was up yeah with the, with the editing but yeah, yeah i don't remember specifically that match isn't resonating with me for some reason. no don't worry match. about it you didn't miss anything yeah. this this episode ugh, this, yeah. is, this is a dog's breakfast uh, you had Jean-Pierre Lafitte, uh, yes. I guess, a job. Who I was digging, who I didn't oh, yes. realize was PCO. You didn't realize that was PCO? I had to look him up. I was like, I know this guy was somebody, <laughs> and I know he was a Rougeau or something, but then, yeah, I was like, oh, he's PCO. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he doesn't even Pierre, look the same. Pierre and the Quebecers, so Pierre Yeah, Ouellette. but he, yeah. he doesn't look the same at all. Yeah, well, I mean, he was, he was great, you know? He was he, doing, he was, like super aerial shit for a big man back then i guess so well wait till we get into in your house and talk about his no, match against brash oh. but he, but he, well that was yeah, yeah. As, uh, i think Meltzer sa- said it saved the pay-per-view oh yes i believe yeah. that but Brett, the, the, Brett saved but, a lot of pay-per-views yeah, in that true era. enough yeah. um and in this match i do vividly remember it was a jobber he was facing a jobber or something wasn't yes he? yeah yeah and he just dropped, a squash he did the son the senton kind of finished oh, yes. didn't he yeah, yeah. that was awesome. a cannonball as they call yeah. it yeah yeah, but, but it was it, more of a senton, though. Yes, yeah. yeah. Ironically enough, though, he did give the jobber a lot of time, so they could he, just kind of show him off, yeah. which was fine. Yeah. yeah. No, I like. Um, I like. I was big into that. It was, he's a bef- big dude. Before we get into the main event, can I just say, like, man, I know he's looked on fondly, and like I look on him fondly now, uh, especially through the Attitude Era in the later years. But man, Jerry Lawler's commentary annoying. was annoying. Yeah, oh my agreed. god. Agreed. So many mainstream references that like it was just it was un it was just nonstop and it was like yeah. they're trying to like prove like oh we're kind of live but because we we talk about like you know US Open <laughs> yeah. or something like that but <laughs> well, we're not really really bad you know yeah really I agree bad. I agree he did I, not have but, he didn't have a good straight man with Vince he needed Jr who right. kind of kept him wrangled in you know that's true and on the Vince thing. I'm finding more and more like Vince annoying me too with the <laughs> what do you like, mean the what a maneuvers and the one two no like you're like one two three no <laughs> like he just like every time a pinball happens it's a three but he didn't get a three like it's like hey i got i got one question for you my friend what can happen in the wwf anything can happen in the wwf <laughs> folks 
<laughs> they don't. It's like it's like they decide. Okay, we're gonna each pick the same. We're gonna just log <laughs> just, it to death. Just, so just beat it to submission. WCW is where the big boys play, and anything can happen in the WWF. Oh my god. I do Vince, enjoy that Vince narrates the opening like kind of flashback, so that's pretty sweet. I, I know, but you know Vince was was not near as bad in the eighties. You know, doing the Saturday yeah. main event. It he, just it's. I agree Jesse, with that. I agree Jesse, with that. You know, this is just over the top to me now, and it's oh, getting it's like, cheese. Super it's cheese. Annoying. Yeah, yeah. It's just unreal. Both of them are. I actually, yeah. I said the entire show felt te- cheesy, is what yeah. it did, and that and they didn't help it at all. But. uh we we go to the main event. It was Owen and Yoko versus Men on a Mission, and I mean, um, again though, this match was not memorable. Nothing really stood out for me in this yeah. match. I know I know Owen and Yoko get the win, but and it was kind of shady business. Although I did like the finish with the uh, drop toe hold into the leg drop. That was kind of yes, cool. yeah, that was kind of cool. All I had to say was, of course, Owen was awesome. Um, you know, it's funny like, like we talked about it there the other week or. Um, like a lot of these guys from this era are now passed away, yeah. gone, whether it be, but it's just, I find with Owen, it hurts a bit more watching him because of what happened, you know, yeah. and it shouldn't have happened. He was it a shouldn't good, have happened. And he never got the due he was deserved probably. And, and he was a good right. man that he wasn't like he was like doing roids and drinking yeah. and partying and stuff like that and died of a drug overdose. He like, this is just, it was just a tragedy. Yeah. And it's just, to see how good he was and like he wasn't even trying at this point no. but he could pull off stuff right <laughs> yeah that's a good point um but yeah like ohm was awesome i was never a fan of mabel but i do have to say i, I was kind of surprised by how agile he was in this match i liked him and I, I i liked him as big vis right so, yes. like as he as he went with the jacket yeah, on not with the yeah. meat flaps <laughs> no i'm all meat flaps <laughs> But uh, but yeah, no, I agree. Either for for a man that effing large, he could he could work in the ring for sure. Yeah, the yeah. ring did look like it was going to break at some point. I there. know, I know. <laughs> and I mean, seeing him and Yoko slugging it out was yeah. a sight to behold. Yeah, it was right? cool. But man, Yoko was uh, Yoko was tough to watch at this point too. I mean, he's pretty heavy. Yeah, pretty he heavy. was lumbering, but he would still. I think maybe it's the pay per view that he he pulled out some stuff. I was like. Damn, like that's mm. still pretty agile. As Vince called him for a six hundred pound man. I was like, I don't <laughs> think he's six hundred pounds. Man. I think he was over six hundred. Was this- he? Yes. Jesus yeah. Jr. Talks about it. Right. This is. I think what's going to happen soon is this is when they end up turning on him and he ends up getting sent off to the weight loss clinic to see if they can uh, uh, help and he ends up lo- uh, gaining more weight. I think there Jesus. or something like that. It's just it's just nuts. and he never came back, did he? He did. He did. Yeah. yeah you'll see. Yeah. yeah but, sure. um, yeah, uh, Jen was watching a little bit with me on the, on the pay-per-view and she's like, Oh God, I can't even look at that guy. Like his <laughs> legs, like it just, it just, yeah. just disgusting. But, but for, for a guy that big though, he could move. Like He could he move. A, yeah. He, I wouldn't yeah. be moving like that at 500 no. pounds. He's yeah. lucky he can even walk i know not I only know. was he walking he was jumping and then pulling him there was one yeah. spot it might have been the pay-per-view might have been that match where he took a bump and he and he just he literally like almost undertaker sat up in the same motion i was like how that i can't even do that you know what i mean I like, know. I like it was yeah. crazy. maybe it's just the weight of the bounce and then it just propelled him back up but i know Overall, my my yeah, opinion on the episode that was a yeah. summer of a show. Yeah. Thumbs down, thumbs yeah. down. Especially but, after yeah. ten days away, like that was a shit I know. show. 
And it's this is your go home show for the pay per view yeah. as well, right? Which they barely mentioned. I mean, they a little bit mentioned, but you didn't didn't feel like you were selling me on the pay per view. That's for sure. I didn't know all the matches. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I did not. I I think I knew only the the triple header match. That's yeah, about it. Fair. You know, but yeah, it was eh, that was a tough one. I mean, right now Nitro is kicking Raw's ass, to be quite yeah. honest. But uh, you know who else got their ass kicked this weekend? <laughs> Your Buffalo Bills. <laughs> My Buffalo Bills, man. <laughs> oh, what a dud they laid up, eh? <laughs> It was uh, it was a little hard to uh, for me to watch for you, man. To be honest, like I uh, know that was know. Uh, that was tough. Congrats to the Cincinnati Bengals. I am glad that I uh, didn't put any money on that game because I don't like to gamble on my own team because <laughs> it's just it's two reasons to hate them after it's over. <laughs> but uh, but you know some people might have been savvy and picked those Bengals, and if they did, and I hope that they did it because they used our BetStamp app, which of course is a sponsor of uh, Wrestling with the War. Well, had they had they taken the uh, advice that we've given them several weeks to to download the BetStamp app, and they would have had some excellent line shopping abilities, where betting lines of different odds at each sports book. So by using the BetStamp app, you can line shop across all those sports books to ensure you're finding the best value for uh, available for each wager. So there's an advantage right there for you. They also could have got verified bet tracking. That's right. Which uh, would allow them to track somebody like myself, who's a pretty pro better and uh, super good success ratio so far across well, hey, all their major sports books. You're four for six so far. <laughs> I know. That's like nine. I can't do the math. That's like 80 something. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't do the math, but I'm good. good 66.6%. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that allows you to keep track of different accounts, build a more credible record. As you're actually seeing real records as as opposed to just people's notes and jotting down, well, they say they're a good good winning percentage, that's but they right. actually can be verified. So that's uh, pretty huge. Um, you could also follow some winning betters too. So uh, like BC and myself, who've had uh, some good success, you can find others who have had great success. Uh, you're able to follow other other users to instantly notify and, and be instantly notified when they are tracking picks. Um, by following winning users in the BetStamp uh, pick marketplace, it's a great way to find new bets. So that's a huge uh, feature of the app. And uh, for anyone looking to buy or sell picks, BetStamp offers a peer-to-peer selling platform with no royalty taken on transactions. So that's also a win. So if all of that sounds lovely, which it should, because if you're not, you're uh, you're a slap nuts. Um, then you should go. Uh, We're not there pop- yet. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. A little early. You should uh, go pop in uh, our um, WWTT referral code in the app. Tell them that wrestling with the truth slash wrestling with the war sent you, and uh, you'll be doing us a solid and doing yourself a solid at the same time. So go check it out, monkeys. That's right. Increase your odds with BetStamp. All right, thanks a lot, Jay, for uh, letting our uh, listeners, our loyal listeners, know about the uh, BetStamp app. This has certainly been a great relationship so far. We're really pleased to be uh, sponsored by BetStamp. They've uh, been nothing but helpful and nice to us. And hopefully you folks that are listening out there are taking advantage of our promo code WWTT and getting yourself a download of the BetStamp app and trying it out. And and if you are, let us know. Let us know if you're seeing some success with that as well. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, So before we jump into the pay-per-view, we are recording on Monday, January 23rd. Do you know why that date 
is important in the wrestling history, my friend? Not because it's the 30th Rod anniversary show tonight. Also a big deal. Uh, and that's how much we love our listeners. We're missing out on the Raw <laughs> yes. 30 right now. I and started to watch of, it. The trial of Sami Zayn as well. Uh, but, yes, uh, I started to watch that segment, actually. It was pretty good. Um, January 23rd. The first Royal it. Rumble? Nope. I'll give you a hint. It happened 39 years ago. God. I was three, man. How are you going to expect me to? <laughs> well, just think about January 23rd, 1984. What would have happened on that date? Was that... That wasn't Mania. Nope. Was that? Think red and yellow. Oh, the birth of Hulkamania. Well, the WWF version of Hulkamania. This is the date. Not the AWA one. That's right. Hulkamania started in the AWA. Hey, it started on Rocky, really, when you think about it. But but this is the date, January 23rd in uh, 1984. I don't think I ever knew that date. Yes. Oh, I've had that ingrained in my Mm -hmm. head. Um, Hulk Hogan beat the Iron Sheik for the WWF World Heavyweight Championship. And Hulkamania, WWF version, was born. That was in Madison Square, right? That was in Madison Square. That's right. I do remember. I do remember like seeing the back where he walks out the back and you see that clip all the time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then the champagne in the back with Andre pouring it over his head yeah. and all the celebrities back there. Yep. So Hulkamania. So, and Hulkamania is still running strong. I understand he, uh, he was on the show tonight. Yeah. Yeah. He appeared on the 30th anniversary, which yeah. makes sense. He was on the very first Raw as well. So yeah. on, in 1993, it's, it's so weird to think he was on that episode because it just does not feel like the Raw no. era was Hogan, you know? Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. But, uh, but, well, I'll tell you something he wasn't on. Was in your house three. He was not. <laughs> do you like, do you like that segu? That was a good segu. Uh, yeah. And so I think I sent you a message about this. Like, when did they go to three-hour pay-per-views then? Because this was only two hours. For the main ones. Like, the, this was, uh, uh, in your house was con- considered, like, kind of a, a like special. A, not, right. not even, like, a real, like. A, it, Almost the big, like it could be on USA Network or something. Right. The the big four were your right. three-hour main, pay-per-views. Main. But, uh but Which is an odd point. business choice, though, given that WCW is running monthly pay-per-views at three hours long each time. Were they at this point? Well, Fall monthly? Brawl was. Yeah, true. Yeah, I guess they were. Yeah. So, unless Fall Brawl was one of the hiccups, but from a value perspective, you're giving them, you're giving people more for their money, and I'm assuming they're paying sure. the same thing. So, but uh, I, I, I think it was the same. But I think it was like. 40 bucks or something for these, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. It's almost like this replaced Saturday Night's main event for the most Fair part. Enough. Yeah. That's what it felt like. But anyways, neither here nor there. Let's talk about this show. So my first thought was the music for it was absolutely brutal. <laughs> <laughs> but it had its own end, like its own theme, though, which they oh, played at the end, too. Yeah, it's just, I was like, oh, I don't is know this what like a catchy 90s on. song? But no, it was like a song made just for In Your House. Oh, yeah. It's like some kind of like cheesy, like softcore porn kind of music Jazzy or something. Singer, yeah, yeah, jeez. Man, Vince, like just how are we fans of this back in 95? But it kind of speaks to even Vince back then was out of touch. Mm. Like Mm -hmm. even every area he's been in, he was two steps behind. (laughs) Except for the 80s. That's it. The 80s were the only thing he jumped on. That's a good point. But you wonder, you know, what was that maybe Hogan in his ear? Maybe some other people like Piper and guys like that. I don't know. But like, man, this this is, I think we had Stockholm Syndrome. We just remained (laughs) WWF fans at that time because really, what else could we do? Yeah, (laughs) that's true. 
I, I'm glad we're not watching ECW because our minds would probably be like melting <laughs> over the complete differences between these three products yeah. right now. But um, so we started off once again with our favorite Savio against uh, Whale and Mercy. What were your thoughts on that match? I actually enjoyed that match. It was yeah. my first real Whalen match. I mean, again, I'm not a Savio fan, mm-hmm. and I don't think it was like the most technical match. But I I enjoyed Whalen Mercer. He was really lumbering, though. That was the only thing I noticed. I don't know how old he was at this point. That's but. that's one of the things I noticed. You could he tell that his knees were lumbering, shot. like in the, his knees were shot. He, he retired. He retired shortly after this. Yeah, you yeah. can tell because he was like when Savio threw him into the corner in one spot, and I was like, "Oh God, like that looks uncomfortable." Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but I thought it was a kind of a cool match and uh, like kind of the flow and wasn't highly technical, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was. It decent. was, yeah, and and I, I gotta say, Savio actually did put in a good match here. Yeah, um, he won with a roll up or something too, didn't he? No, he won with the spinning heel kick. Like oh, uh, right off yeah. the ropes. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Clean, clean as a whistle. But uh, yeah. uh, I got to tell you, man, Waylon Mercy, that character had so much legs. I run yeah. because his knees were shot, but, but he had so much legs. It's just unfortunately that his injuries, but he played it well. Like he was yeah. creepy as all get on. And he came way, out like shaking hands. And yes, all that stuff. I know. That Danny Spivey in real life is a legit badass yeah, by the way like that before yeah. one of the toughest i mean he beat the living hell out of adrian Adonis like could he beat ming badass though uh, rumor has it that he's up there not that uh, they still would put ming over him but he's like in that top three or four wow. of the badasses of, but he's like, a big dude too it's like ming and spivey and harley race and you know it's like just yeah, it's just a big dude. so at this point at the like in that september i guess how long had he be he been doing the character uh, I think he came in in early two thousand or 90, 1995, I believe. I'm not sure, but so uh, it, was, I, it was going on a calendar year anyway. Yeah, I think that's. I think he made it basically. Let me just look him up really quick since we're talking about that. Because um, I, I did enjoy it. Like I was like, oh, he's like playing the babyface, and I was like, oh no, he's just being a creep, shaking hands with the crowd and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, um, I assume those were all ta- real tattoos, but like the random no. array. No, they weren't because they no, were they're... random. Like they were they're all. Drawn. All his arms were like it was just like random pictures. I was like, who gets tattoos like that? It's before sleeves were popular, right? Well, but, Taker, yeah. I did notice Taker had sleeves because the the raw the last raw we watched, Taker was on that. He was, yeah. He was starting to get. The he sleeve. was one of the first guys I remember seeing yeah. with the sleeves, yeah. Yeah, because Common didn't even have him at that point. Not at that point, no. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Spivey joined WWF in June 1995. So it was oh, so it wasn't June. even that. It wasn't even that long then. And then he, uh, let's see, he retired literally in October 1995. Yeah, just his knees. It was just his knees were just blown, you know. So that's you can tell. That sucks because he only had like what three, four months. Yeah. I, I, one thing I did you notice the front row, those young guys in the front row booing the hell out of Savio as well? (laughs) I I think everybody felt the same about Savio, right? They're just like thumbs down them the whole time and booing them. It's like, yeah, I did notice how far back they have the people sitting from the railing, though. Did you notice that? Yeah, in the front Mm -hmm. row, it was weird. (laughs) All right, so next we had uh, Sid, your boy Sid, against Henry Godwin. Yeah, which surprisingly good match. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. Anyway, the way I describe the... it is methodical, but well done is what I yeah, call it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The pacing was kept me like engaged. So, and then the ending was kind of cool. Um, and um, trying to think, did Sid get him up for the power bomb? He did, didn't he? Yes, he did. 
Uh, that, did he? Yeah, I, I think he did. I think he I gave. I can't I think remember. He got yeah. him up for the power bomb, and that was the end. He had done it on the on the raw or on like superstars the week before. He'd done it on the outside. I'm the pretty race, sure so he, he got him up in in yeah. the power bomb and dropped him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had the the kind of the the ending kind of obviously then. Henry gets his come up yeah, and all come that up stuff. Is, yeah. So like yeah. that 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 made sense, and that's yeah. how you should book heels to win, right? So that yes. they yeah. can still be a heel and get the the babyface can get the last shot. Gets their but, heat back, right? Get, yeah, but they get the, they get a win at least keeps them credible. You can't lose every match. Well, that's booking one on one. Either either you have the heel lose and then he does something then after the match to down. get his heat yeah. back, or you have the babyface lose and they get their come up and right. so the fans go home happy, right? right? Exactly. So it's it's the yeah, only it's, weird part about that was who was it that ran out? Uh was it Bam Bam? Bam Bam. Yeah. But then he's involved in a different angle in a different match later on the night. I'm like, I know you just interfered in that angle. Why? Anyway, that was, the he had been thing. part of the million dollar stable as well. Oh, and so he got booted out there. after losing to, uh, uh, what's his name? Gotcha. LT at mania. And then remember? he turned baby faces. That what yes. happened. Okay. Yeah. Cause I remember, figured, I figured he had turned baby face after that loss, but he had the year before he had that match at, uh, it was like an intergender match or something at, uh, WrestleMania 10 with Luna. As with Luna. Manager. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He, he went through a lot over those yeah. that time period, but I don't think he was long for the WWF at this point either. So yeah. Right. He goes to ECW, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah I think. And then eventually 95. back to, and then WCW at some point. WCW. Yeah. 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 But, uh, did I, one thing I noted, I said, did we get our first ever slobber knocker reference from Jim Ross in this match? Because oh, both if we did, I missed it. Vince and Jerry both, when he said it was a slobber knocker, they both went, what? <laughs> 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 so I'm wondering if that was like, it I might not have been the first and... in, in like his a whole announcer career, but in WWF, I might have been. to review the tape on that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he did mention that, but I mean, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a decent match. Yeah, um, I agree. Two big, For men. Two big the, dudes. It was a pretty solid match. Henry Godwin is a big dude. Yes. Man. Yeah. And we got some more good stuff coming with Henry Godwin soon, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned and for Phineas. that. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Davy and Bam Bam. And I got to say, man, they are Another pumping Davy. They are pumping yeah. Davy at this point. Oh, like yeah. It. Well, and then it, it preludes to his title shot coming up in the next pay per view. But Which leads me to a question. I'll ask this of you. My thought is they were pumping him up. He was doing fantastic as a heel, getting some good wins. Why didn't they throw the belt on Davey instead of Brett at that time and then have Brett take it off at like Rumble? So you have the rematch of Davey right. and Brett like from Wembley. Like go with the heel, yeah. win it, and give Davey the title, let him run yeah. with it for a little while. Maybe, yeah, that's a good point because Davey never won the world title, right? No, no. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. He's on fire and Cornette helps and, and all of that stuff. And, Davy Boy was playing it up really well. Like, yeah, uh, I thought that match was great too. The Bam Bam Davy Boy match, I thought it was really. Solid. I thought it was a really for two, good match. for two big dudes. Bam Bam can still go at this point too, which is impressive as shit. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, I like that. I like that match. Yeah, it was for fun. sure. I can't no, remember. Uh, Davy Boy went over though, didn't he? Davy Bo- Boy went over. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I was yeah. trying to remember the ending, but I don't know if I. That's why I say he was hot. He was yeah. hot at this point. Yeah. Yeah. He's all over the show. That's and this sure. is and this is in the end of it. I mean, he's been all over Raw. He's all over this show like yeah. crazy. Um now next we have oh, I should mention. Okay, here's here's something I gotta talk to you about. So the underlying theme of this whole night, I, I should have mentioned this from the get-go. The main event is gonna be the triple header, quote unquote. So which is Diesel, WWF champion, Sean. 
IC yeah, champion against the tag team yeah. champs of Yoko and Owen. Whoever gets the pinfall becomes that champion. So all belts are on the line. But Owen hasn't showed up to the arena yet. And and so now Jim Cornette's in a panic trying to find someone to fill in for Owen, um, which to my question is, why the hell wouldn't would, wouldn't everyone want to be his partner? Because they have a shot at winning the world title in that match. Well, because like, they were the greasy heels, I guess, right? But why would they turn down that that yeah. opportunity? It's like, it just makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's going around trying to convince everybody, yeah. which I, to, to me, they should have played it out as, well, really, this was a plan all along. He wasn't really trying to get somebody to fill in. He knew what was going to happen. Right. But yeah, yeah. I just found the storyline weird because I looked it up and that I, 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 so I realized it was because Owen had his kid and he, but he was, they knew he was coming back. So maybe yeah. they just knew he was going to be late. But why insert this convoluted storyline? Why not oh, just. This is, this is done on purpose. This was, uh, they're out of getting away with to... not having to take a title off anyone, right? Oh, that, and then I did think about that too. Okay. So you get the dudes with attitudes to get the win, but then they can do it. So they purposely had him show up late for that reason then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, he did. Could, he did have his kid that night, though. I think apparently he that was a real thing. Apparently, I, I don't even know if that was real or not. Oh, maybe <laughs> that's quite just kayfabe it. It might have been storyline for yeah. all I know. But uh, well, they didn't I, mention why he was late. But that was what Wikipedia was saying that he he was uh, for the birth of his child, and then he he showed up. But I don't know if he actually did. I'm looking it up here. I don't know if that was, uh, but anyway, the, the just was like, okay, then why spin? No, it again? was, it was just a storyline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, mm. but that makes sense that they, so that you can still get Nash and Michaels yeah. to win and then they don't get to keep it. Yeah. But uh, this could have, cause they're spot. clearly wielding their influence already at this point. I right? know you can I tell, I won't ruin the ending, but I've got another theory that they could have went with Davey here. But right. uh, so all right, so we went from that. I just wanted to drop that in there. By the way, this is a storyline weaving throughout the whole paper. Yes, Man, yeah. that meant we got lots of Doc Hendricks, which is always <laughs> we did a great get thing. lots of Doc Hendricks. <laughs> and we got, we got a, what's her name sighting too? Alundra Blaze. Alundra Blaze selling a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Who, boy, oh boy, soon she was making an appearance somewhere else, by yeah, the way. that's true enough. Uh yeah, so then uh, then we had the Razor Ramon versus Dean Douglas match, and what was your thoughts on this one? I was surprised that I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I might. I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't either. I said, I said it felt a little clunky. Yeah, it's just the chemistry didn't seem to yeah. work for them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was they. Were, I mean, I guess they could be off. You know I me, mean? have a bad night. Yeah, maybe maybe it was just one of them was off. Maybe both of them were off. But like, I just. I was expecting that to be a show stealer and it didn't yep. at all. I just, I, I did, for some reason, I didn't find Douglas's style at that point. There was mm. nothing about it that was, it was pretty basic. It was just like, yeah. you know, there was nothing. It didn't feel about. like the franchise. No. Shane Douglas. That's for no. sure. And I mean, I know like he's, he has a feeling that like the click was against him and they really sabotaged him and stuff like that. But I do know that Scott Hall did say like their matches just stunk. Like they weren't, yeah. they weren't clicking in the ring. And if you can't have a good match with Scott Hall, you know it's what I mean? It's, yeah. it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. They guy, could say he was sandbagging, but he didn't look like it to me. I mean, no, he was, I, I didn't get that sense. No, I just, I, I just didn't enjoy the match. I didn't think there was anything in particular. I just was like, Oh, that was meh. You know what I, mean? I didn't feel like Shane had like a, a great heel offense for razor to sell. Because he had been a good guy all along up until this Dean Douglas thing, right? Right. That's a good point. 
because you got well you sorry ecw he he was in there before that and he dropped the belt and right. all that stuff but i don't know i it just it just i don't know what was going on just it, no, I, I agree with you it was it felt off and you're did. right razor had good matches with everyone the one crazy thing was when waltman came in and helped out razor oh and yeah and he pushes he pushed him out of the ring oh my god <laughs> he flung him <laughs> That was he like went so flying. Like, that was like it was almost like they went to the back and Sean was like, no, 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 just like really lay into me. <laughs> like, I know. It's just crazy craziness. Oh my god. That was cool though. That was cool. Yeah. And I think that's setting up more, right? Going forward. Oh yes. Oh yes, for sure. So uh then we get into what I consider the match of the night, to be quite honest. It's uh Bret Hart versus Jean-Pierre Lafitte. Uh yeah. and I I just again I I I love the fact that we're going back to this, that I get to watch more Bret Hart matches because every time I watch a Bret Hart match, I just can't get over it. How smooth, how good he is and how really makes it look what, like what, yeah. What really stood out to me in this match was, and I, and listen, you know, I love, I, I've never taken Bret's ability. Like that guy was amazing. Mm-hmm. He just, he just wasn't never my favorite guy, but um, mm-hmm. the intensity in which he does everything everything in any way possible in that match. even his and selling his intensity yes that's what selling. i mean like where he goes yeah. into the corner where he drops the backbreaker or like outside he throws into the stairs it's like everything is just like overly intense and it's great in a great way you know what i mean that front face and turnbuckle oh like, it's like how did he not just like collapse as long every time and i i i even feel like i think he stepped it up a notch to help get pierre over yeah here. i think that could be a good uh, you know another canadian, canadian guy yeah. yeah and he yeah. actually in pco was not in with the click they were against him that's well kind of isn't that him. how he got fired yeah too? yeah that, mm-hmm. they, they were not and so i think brett might have said okay i'm gonna get you over here yeah. and i mean mcmahon was even calling him like probably one of the most athletically gifted big men in the federation at that time yeah. so he was on board with uh pco as well but Man, like that flip that Pierre did to the concrete, like where oh like it, yeah, it went over the rope. Wow, it was wow. a thud. That was a thud. That was thud, a thud. thud. And I mean, we're talking a very thin mat on yeah. that floor. It's not like today's where it's like where, thick, thick stuff. Yeah. But man, like he, I don't know. I thought that was a fantastic match. And I agree. Cool I way for Brett fun. to get him into the sharpshooter too. Yes, I was wondering where they were going to go with that, but then then it was, he tapped pretty quick. So, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I thought it was a great match, intense match. They had a lot of time. They went outside the ring. We got the finish with Brett and the submission. So, Brett – but the only the only criticism I could say is, was it would it not have been a good point to give PCO the win? And then – because you knew you were going to have other matches. It could have that's been, my yeah. only mm-hmm. That's my only critique, maybe, if I had one, but. Except I guess PCO had gotten his... Um, but at that point, they I were just talking say, about him stealing shit. Yeah, he I mean, stole... Like, I guess that. But they were also building Brett up because he was uh, going to be facing Diesel at Survivor Series too, right? So right. so I guess, yeah, either way. But I think PCO didn't need to get over in that match. He no, Brett got him over with what the performance was. Yeah, I mean, It was just it was a just, really entertaining match. Oh, man, the fans yeah. were into it. It was just... I like like I say he's it's true and they talk about Brett. He was an artist in there. That was his yeah. can like literally the canvas. That's what it is, and and that's what it, he was an artist. It's just I know people think he was boring as far as promos. And I don't care. Yeah, what he did in the ring, Chris Benoit was boring with promos. I was just say you know? the same thing, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, right? Face. 
but they what yeah. they do in the ring there's guys that can't do promos today but they're fantastic yeah. in the ring you know so there's t- 800 luchadors that you watch that can't speak english so you don't know what they're yeah. saying in their promos but yet they're fantastic in the ring so the guy he i i me i like this promo style because it just felt like a good old canadian boy that's just yeah. a tough guy that the way he does his thing but yeah, I, anyways, I'll go. I, I'll stop slobbering. It was a the, little cheesy because I think that he did a promo in that show and the pay per view itself talking about like you walk the plank. And I'm like, I oh, you didn't just go there with the walk. I was the hoping plank. he was going to say he's going <laughs> to kick his booty, but anyways, <laughs> but that's total Vince yeah. writing those no, promos. Fair enough. Fair enough. You can yeah. see Vince there. <laughs> he's going to walk the plank. <laughs> oh, oh man. But we'll stay tuned. We'll be getting some more from Brent, uh, JP Lafitte. Uh, so this isn't the end of it. So. JPL. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we go into the main event, which follow that, guys. You know, like that was yeah. that was fantastic. But saying that, like, because I complain about the Young Bucks doing that, they they didn't do everybody else's finishers in that move. No, it was and their you know own what? match. It was their own style. And they protected their own finishers. Pierre never did hit the cannonball, so Brett didn't have to kick out of it. Right. And Brett tried a couple of times to get the sharpshooter on, and PCO, he he got out of Before it. Before he like, finally like got it in a weird way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which showed yeah. because even King was saying, ah, he's got his number. He, he's been able to block the uh, sharpshooter yeah. a couple of times. So yeah. that's, that's how you do one. it. You protect finishers that way. And yeah. you don't, you don't steal everybody else's finisher as well for the match. Like, mm-hmm. you know, could you imagine if Brett had did a super kick in that <laughs> match? Right. Or I don't mm-hmm. know. Jackknife. Yeah. Jackknife <laughs> by uh, PCO on uh, Brett, you know, yeah. something like that. So, and then they kicked out of both of them. That's yeah. the other thing, right? No, that's fair. Uh, all right. Main event. What was your, what was your thought on the main event? Oh, oh, so um, I should have mentioned uh, they, they finally found a partner for, yeah, for uh, it was Bulldog. It was Bulldog. Bulldog's yeah. everywhere. <laughs> He's just all over the show, which there was the Jim Cornette connection. So that did make right. sense. Like, yes. it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess it was <laughs> recalling to me how annoying Sean and Diesel are at this point. Yes. I don't know why I think that, but they're just fucking annoying to me. They're like little, Sean's like a little water bug and not in a good yeah. way. Like, and Diesel is just that guy who thinks he's cool, but really isn't that cool. But he's, he's like the walking. cool dad or something. Yeah, like he's walking around cool. And then the dudes with the attitudes, I was like, that's Or not. two chaps with straps. <laughs> yeah, like the, it was just like, no, Vince is the only one letting you do this because it's like you guys. But like, it's not anyway. But I thought the match was okay because Bulldog and Yoko are fine. Like they're good, but. Again, it's chemistry. Like I find Kevin Nash struggles to get chemistry with a lot of guys. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because he's just he's not a great worker for like call it let's call it what it is. He wasn't a great worker. He yeah. did what he did well, but he wasn't a great worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sean carried a little bit of that. But like Bulldog having to sell so much shit, it was just, yes. Like, Bulldog sold a lot for Nash in that match. Like a he lot. He had to. He had he to because Yoko yeah. couldn't get in there and do it. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I thought it was okay. Like I, I thought it was good. The the ending. The only thing that I will say that I dislike about I thought it was good. I thought it was a good match. And the ending was kind of, okay, cool, a little bit of a crazy finish. But it was so quick. Like, Owen runs down, goes to the top rope, jumps, and it's over. I'm like, that was like, in the span of 30 seconds, Owen running down, the match was over. It was like, yeah. they could have done some, and I, I maybe that was, obviously it wasn't intent, but like, a little more buildup. and be like, what is Owen doing here? Why is he here? What is going on here? He's not the partner. Like, it was none of that. It was just like un up top, doom, jackknife, over. You know what I mean? It's like, 
What they the made hell? Owen look weak for yes, sure. Yeah. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. big time. Yeah, big time. even if they had a, I would like if they had a came and explained that Owen got pinned on purpose because they knew they could then they would go this angle, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, I thought it was good. And again, it wasn't a great pay per view, but I thought it was okay pay per view. It wasn't. I, it was probably on the same level as Fall Brawl. I'll say that because Fall Brawl only had a really a couple good matches too. So. I would call it a decent pay-per-view yeah. and the best thing that I've watched from WWF so far in 1995 right. because Raw go. has been not the greatest, right? No. Um, but yeah, Savio Mercy, okay. Um, Sid and Godwin, pretty good. Yeah. Um, Davian Bam Bam, pretty good match. Yeah. Uh, Razor and Douglas, nah. eh, but it's still Razor and still, yeah. you know, and they're still moving. Brett and and, uh, and uh, Lafitte was fantastic. Match of the night, for sure. Yeah. And then the main event was, eh, but it's stars, right? Yeah. Stars there. Yeah. And it's an interesting power. It's an interesting finish to it, right? Yeah. And lots of Doc Hendricks, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and t-shirt sales. <laughs> All right. So then we'll finish off the month of September. Um, we're going to uh, talk about the the last two uh, episodes of uh, the month of September, which is September 25th for both Raw and Nitro. So let's start with Raw, since this is the follow-up to this episode. And of yeah. course, we're starting off with the, the whole storyline is now, this is our first Clarence Mason. Well, I was going to say, is this the first Clarence Mason? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So the gimmick lawyer for uh, Camp Cornette, Clarence Mason, makes, makes an appearance. And the whole point is that he's now doing what we're talking about. Owen got pinned. He wasn't the legal man. The champion for that can't night have was three champions. Boy. Can't yeah. have three champions. And yeah. and Gorilla's kind of backed in the corner. <laughs> I love how Gorilla tried to like like lie about this. Like, well, you know, per se, you know. <laughs> it's like, no, man. Like, he's got you on a technicality here. But smart guy Gorilla is. He says, well. Too bad we're gonna have a rematch. Well, number one, they're they're supposed to have a rematch, a rematch for Sean right. and Diesel, but he's gonna have an impromptu match for the smoking guns against Owen and yeah. Yoko later in the show. What'd you think of that stuff? That I thought the backstage stuff was okay. Like I yeah. I, I liked it, and Jim Cornette's obviously great and Clint yeah. Mason is great. So yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a cool way to start the show. It was entertaining. Yeah, for and sure. And that's all we asked for. It's yeah. entertaining and something different, right? Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> man i couldn't believe it all of a sudden who pops on our screen marty f and Janetti. i know <laughs> i was trying to be like wait did he have another run before the one in the like 2000s i was like he already came back after coming back like it was just like so what what was the deal here had he been fired and now he's back like, yeah yeah he'd been fired for drug use and stuff like that and this is his it didn't go anywhere second no, chance yeah he was looking a bit haggard i gotta say he still had a t-shirt on so that he was... had the tank top on yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah it, it he was did all his 80 he still had the 80s music and the 80s gimmicks though so but you know i still have a soft spot for marty back yeah. in the day right he's yeah. just it's just unfortunate he really became a punchline for yeah. for tag team breakups but I mean, what can you say? I mean, he was a coward. He did try to escape through the barbershop window. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Pretty good match. I mean, you're, was working, solid. you're working was with solid. Chris Candido, who's known as yeah. Skip of the Body Donnas right. at this point. We got our well, first was, Sunny. He was known as a working guy, right? Like yes, he was a worker. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we got our yeah. first Sunny uh, visual uh, as far as uh, we've seen For so what far. We've seen, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and she's where's, been around. Where's, uh, where's the other guy at this point? Zip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. Tom Pritchard, as he's better known. Is that you know, Tom? Was that Tom Pritchard with Zip? 
That's Tom Pritchard. Jesus, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. So is he gone at this point? I don't know. Uh, as far as um, and where the hell does that name come from? Like, what the hell is a body Donna? <laughs> well, prima Donna is what they're playing off of, right? But so. body Donna, I don't get it. Still, it's though. not good. It's, it's a Vince. Good. It's, it's a Vince good. thing, man. It's a Vince thing. Because then and they now, actually made it two words, like body Donna's, and I was like, eh, and they and they just debuted '95 as well. I should mention, right? right? So. Um, Zip isn't here yet. Uh, that's what it is. Oh, so it's just. But how is he a body Donna's if he's just Chris Candido? Well, him, him and him and Sonny are the body oh, Donna's. Oh, that makes more sense. And then they yeah. add Pritchard. <laughs> yeah, they add. Oh, God, yes. going to get uh, better is what you're telling me. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> here's even better. So, Skip soon got another partner who was an official body Donna in Zip. He was originally Flip. <laughs> <laughs> his kayfabe cousin wow jesus yeah so rad radford um, actually was his partner prior to uh pritchard but uh, okay so we'll see rad radford as his partner coming up yeah coming up okay. so <laughs> but wow. anyways I keep it straight <laughs> the body donna's there you go yeah. yeah but it was a good match it was a good match and i love the rocker dropper that that kind of yes. although i was like oh the rocker dropper and then i was like wait he's not pinning him and he goes and does that shitty Fist, fist. Yeah. fist. I was like, no. He should just, yeah, I don't know he why he did the rocket dropper. dropper. That was his yeah. finisher for a while. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. He almost killed a guy with it. You should use that as your finisher, right? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah, it was a good match. Poor Chris have, Candido, though. That guy got no respect. He was like, have the you ever, Rodney have you Dangerfield ever, of the, the business, I think. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever gone to rabbit down the rabbit hole of Marty Janetti's stories as far no, as his? Oh, I don't man. Want to. Wow. You should go down that. Look up the story about him killing a man who molested oh, him or whatever. Oh, Jesus. man. Jesus. The guy, uh, I feel bad for him, man. Like, you know, you have Sean just going to become the greatest yeah. thing that ever Sky happened in wrestling. Yeah. And then Marty's uh, not, not so much. <laughs> not, not so, so much. much. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try again, Marty? All right. So after that, and by the way, there wasn't much wrestling on the show. <laughs> we then had the uh, smoking guns against Yoko and Owen. Yeah, I thought that was a fun match. Yeah. And I always liked, I always dug, dug the uh, smoking guns. You can just so see the Billy Gunn isms in this match too, like in his mm. punches and how he picks guys up. Anyway, I just was like, I clue in on key in on some of that stuff where like, I'm like, Oh yeah, you can see the the later Billy in that match. But uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought I enjoyed it and didn't see it coming to be honest. It didn't. So this was clearly a Yoko ailing kind of thing. They had to get the straps off them or what? I. But then I, why not keep it on dudes with the attitudes? Like, why do they go this whole route then, right? Well, they like, want all the titles on Sean and Diesel. But that I mean, was the I, whole gimmick of the pay-per-view. It, it was, it was. But then they had to find a way out of it, right? <laughs> yeah, you know? right. I get it. It's I like, hey, they got, they got to go against Nitro. We got to come up with something, right? But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I was always a big smoking guns Me fan I, actually I, at the at the time i, like I think bart i like too. i liked bart more than yeah. billy because billy just looked like such a, a heck at the time but yeah. man look who he turned into you know, know. but uh but yeah I, I was a fan of smoking guns and I, I can't believe this we haven't even gotten through the whole like them dealing with sunny and all this stuff like body donna's haven't even been tag team champs right. and stuff like that. it feels like that was all like 1994 to me but it's but we not got we got to look forward to that this is early in the smoking guns run if you can yeah. believe it yeah, so we got lots to come on that. But yeah, pretty good match. You had the Yoko screw things up, which is obviously going to lead to a, a, some a problems up. within yeah. them. And of course, that's when Davey will kind of find his way into the tag team snare with right. Owen. But uh, yeah, it was a rare title switch on Raw at that point yeah, as well. That was cool. Yeah. I was for it. 
Uh, we had we had Doc in uh, Gorilla pimping out uh, in your house four coming up in October. But I'll be honest, standing with you, weirdly in the like entrance. It was indeed. Like, oh yeah, was, I forgot to mention Diesel and Sean out for the celebration. This. Oh kind of, yeah, with smoking guns. I was like, it this was awkward. Fit. This doesn't fit at all. Yeah, they should I be know. pissed that they just got stripped. I know, but their buddies want it, so whatever. Um, Doc and Gorilla pimping in your house for, and I gotta say, I'm actually pumped up for this card because it actually sounds pretty stacked. Yeah, and Winnipeg too it should be cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we had Taker and Bulldog, uh, and which yeah, I thought was event. a pretty good match. Really this good match. felt more like a Raw '97 '98 Agreed. match. Agreed. It was like, and Taker was selling for a bit too, yep. like working on the knee. Yeah, I like that match a lot. Nothing more to say. I thought it was a good match. And honestly, I would have said this was a great episode of Raw, except at the end where they had Sean and Diesel come out again. And then what was with the ending with them just dancing around and Vince was like just going off about Sean, just like he was like, I'm pretty sure he was yanking it under the table for him. But uh, (laughs) man, like it went on for like three minutes. Like Sean was probably high or something. I don't know. Like it was so weird. Script show dance or whatever. So weird. Plus, yeah. they had like they're saving Taker and they're shaking hands with Taker, which Taker never does that stuff. No. And like the the guns are coming out in their jeans with no shoes with, on. So <laughs> and they made a point to say they just came out of the shower. They had soap on them. <laughs> Good point. That did ruin it. Did oh ruin my it. god! So yeah, it went on then, way too long too. It did go on too long. I was gonna say this was the least cheesy raw, and then yeah. boom, then we yeah, cheesed then it, up cheesed with, it up with. Sean stripper routines, which I feel bad because honestly, Sean athletically in the ring at this point was absolutely on fire. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you, you can understand, you can understand where Brett's coming from. Like, oh, <laughs> what the hell's with this dude? Right? Yeah. You know? yeah. So that was raw. So an okay follow up show, and it was exciting to have the smoking guns win the title. And Clarence Mason's always good for a laugh. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> and then we'll finish her off with Monday Nitro uh, from the 25th. So this is uh, finally a head-to-head matchup with, with Ron and Nitro. So we had, we'll just go through the matches very quick, quickly. We had Disco Inferno against Alex Wright. We had um, Kurosawa against Craig Pittman. Randy Savage against Kevin Sullivan. And then Lex Luger against Meng. So yeah. I want to say this about Disco and Alex Wright. I know Disco takes a lot of shit in the community as far as, you know, you were a jobber, you were this, that, and everything. Nobody's a jobber, by the way. There, there's people yeah. that are on these shows to put people over and make them look good. Disco got a lot of offense in this match, and I thought he, he looked did. pretty good. I, I liked it, too. I thought he looked physically good, too. I was yeah. like, okay, cool. This is a, this is better than I remember. The only, the only thing I caught was there was a bit of a hiccup where – I don't know what he was trying to do. Somebody was trying to, was trying to do yeah, but he gun? was trying to do like a German suplex or something. Yeah, yeah, and something I think, or a belly to belly over the top yeah, rope or something. And I think Alex didn't go with it, and it turned into a stun gun. I thought it might have been Alex's yeah. fault because like, I think yeah. Alex fucked that up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and Bischoff did a good job of covering that up. I thought where he's like, oh, I think he was trying to go for a belly belly, but he yeah. he he turned it. You know what I mean? And he kind of like, but yeah, I was like, no, I don't think that was Disco. I think that was Glenn did that right. I think that was. Uh, Alex screwed that one up. I always enjoyed Disco because he knew what he was there for. Right. And he he was talented. He was actually very good at what he did. Yeah, no, I agree. I like that. I thought it was a good match. I thought it was was fine. And um, they're clearly, wait, Alex got the win, right? He did, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was, yes, I was was thinking maybe he didn't. But no, he did because they're clearly trying to get a little bit of a push here for the wonderkind. 
And plus, they're also playing the angle of Disco keeps getting distracted with his dancing and stuff like right. that. Yeah. Right. Because there was some uh, Saturday, Saturday night stuff, right? So then you mentioned it earlier. So we had the Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Hart promo. Hulk with the neck brace on <laughs> and doing a neck exercise with the belt on top of yes. it. <laughs> so weird. Oh, so God. weird. So weird. That is a beautiful belt, though. It is. It is. I just... Uh, it's so amazing how bad Hogan was starting to at this smell point. like rotten yeah. fish at this point, yeah. but yet he's so close to being the greatest thing in sports in, yeah. in another few months. But yeah, and we're yeah. getting monster trucks. Yes, <laughs> we're getting, apparently we're getting monster trucks before another match too. So yes, yeah. So yeah. we're getting a sumo Halloween battle, yeah. sumo battle with the monster trucks, the giant and the Hulkster. Wow. Another yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage promo with Lex. Another great one. So good. Yep. All really you can say about that, that, they just were awesome. It was just yep. good. Yeah. I love where they're going with that. And then little these... intrigue, little intrigue at the end of it where uh Macho sticks out the hand to shake it and Lex just kind of gives, like, gives him a shoulder pat. Bump. Yeah. He gave him an arm pat and then he walks out. Right? Oh, right. <laughs> it's like, right, no right. shake. And Macho uh, reacts. Yeah. And then we had Kurosawa against Pittman. And you know what? I forgot about Kurosawa. I had to look him up. I didn't know who he was. But so I, I had to look him up. Yeah. But I remember him wrestling on there. I always thought he was a badass. I thought and I loved he looked look like of, a badass. Yeah, yeah. He didn't last long, but he was he was pretty awesome. Um, and he and he looked good in that match. I I thought again, it felt a little weird, but he that he it almost seemed like the finish seemed a little weird, dude. Did it was, yeah, yeah, it really was. But Pittman is just terrible. He's yeah, just he's, he's cheesy. Oh. I mean, how many his whole offense was headbutts, diving yeah. headbutts. Like yeah, just it was, cheesy. Yeah, like that Carousel guy looked like a legit strong style, sort of yeah. like yeah. I was yeah, I enjoyed that match only because it was different. I didn't know who the hell he was. Exactly. Uh and then man, Aaron and Pillman, another great promo. Great promo. And great Pillman job looking by Pillman. Cool. Yeah, Pillman, Pillman sounded awesome cool. too. Arn being classic Arn with his with his glasses, like it was just like this is awesome. His members only jacket yeah. <laughs> and his cross necklace with his tucked in like turtleneck. Like I was just like, yeah, this is classic. But his tan was on point. I got to give him that. <laughs> it was no, I thought the promo was great, and I'm looking forward. And then Pillman dropping every single horseman reference and stuff. I know. I was like, that's cool. Even did, did but, before, they, did but they before. don't do the horseman with Pillman, do they? Oh, you'll see. Oh, the anticipation. You'll see. Yeah. You'll see. But no, great, great promo. There's a great thing coming up with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fantastic promo. Iron just knocks it apart. But I, I was really impressed with Pillman in this. Yeah. And then we had uh, Savage against uh, Kevin Sullivan. Um, what'd you think of that match? Uh, it was okay. It was all right. It's quick. Um, it was As really quick. Typical nitro quick. Yeah, it was quick. Um, we got to see Savage fly off the top ropes. That's always good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it was okay. It was really just to get the giant over as he chokes everybody. And then he chokes everybody. Like 18 people. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But they, again, they sprinkled a little intrigue on because he choke slams Luger, who didn't exactly come out to save Savage. He just stood yeah. over top of him. But yeah. then, for and some then, reason, Giant chokes him. But then Sullivan looked And then Kevin pissed. Sullivan got all pissed off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that was good. again, was good. dropping little nuggets there. Yeah. What's going on with Luger? What's going on with the Dungeon of Doom and stuff like that? And then, all of a sudden, they just leave Luger lying there for his, match <laughs> for his next May. match. Yeah. <laughs> they go, yeah, bud, you're on your own. You're good. Yeah. yeah. And I, they, honestly, I, I found that match was just rushed. Boring. Yeah. yeah. It didn't it didn't feel good. It just 
felt lame. Like I didn't get into that match at all. Oh, Ming's a cool looking dude at that point. Yeah. Still even. Yeah. But, yeah. I think it's just two not great guys mixed in there to like Ming and another guy or Luger and another guy, like you're into it. But like those two guys are just, they need their accompaniment. You know what I mean? Like they need their, yeah. their dance partner to be doing most of the work. Yeah, Luger's got to be the ass kicker in the match, and he right. needs someone to sell for him. Same with yeah. Ming. Ming needs someone to sell for him yeah. as well, right? right? So it was okay. I mean, two big names, I guess, for the main event. And we got some more schmas at the end, too, didn't we? Uh, didn't we? No, I don't I, think I'm trying to was... remember how it ended. I just watched it. I'm trying to remember how it finished. I, I think it just was Luger gets the win, and then... Oh, no, it was... Ming pulled out the golden spike, spiked him in the throat, and right. got away with it. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, I knew there were some some shenanigans. Mm, yeah, and then, it just uh, it was meh. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then it was fade to black. So yeah. So overall, we're through September. We've through had September. a good time. What'd you think of it so far, man? This is our uh, third episode of Wrestling with War. Yeah, it's it. I, it, and it's I'm loving it. I'm getting more into it and more intensity uh, is building. But uh, I think Nitro and WCW overall still's got the win at this point. I would agree, yeah. and by a long shot, I'd say yeah. at this point. Yeah, even comparing pay per views, I'd take Fallbrawl over. Yeah, agreed. Uh, in your house overall. Yeah, I gotta say, Savage is definitely the MVP of uh, of WCW at this yeah, point. Scott Hall's the only thing keeping me into Raw at this point, too. Uh, Davy Boy, too. Or Davy, Davy Boy. Boy, good yeah. point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Boy, Hall point. and Davy Boy for sure. But they are, uh, yeah. So it's it's getting interesting, and we're going into a banner month for WCW here with Halloween Havoc coming up. Right. <laughs> we're gonna see the best and worst of uh, WCW here. Can't wait. Um, can't uh, wait. I, I can't wait for your reaction <laughs> to this month. But, uh, so I think next episode, maybe we'll, we'll figure it out, but we'll probably tackle at least a few episodes of Raw and Nitro leading up to the pay-per-views, and maybe yeah. in the following episode after that, we'll look at the pay-per-views the themselves. But yeah. uh, uh, I hope I hope the listeners are enjoying this because um, it's fun to step in the time machine and go back to this time period and, um, you know, just, just see it from uh, this perspective. Some of it I remember as being a lot better than it was. And some of it I remember being not as bad as I thought it was. So it's interesting. Uh, agreed. agreed. I think it's good, good, good take overall. Cause you're, you're seeing it through different lenses now. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I'll ask any of our listeners to go ahead and let us know. Reach out to us on any of the social medias. They're all in the description of the episode. We don't need to ram them off every time. But uh, head on over and and, uh, let us know what your thoughts are on these episodes. Tell us some of your memories from this time period. Maybe if you've watched along with us, let us know what your thoughts were on all these these events. And uh, tell us what you're looking forward to coming up. But for Jay Myers, I am BC Hunter saying we're out of time. Join us next week.